Bopping heads, there's no stopping it Mainly when the music is classic You know when you have that album You can play every track back to back Asking everybody, have you heard of that? I know you heard of poets Exposing their most personal notions Over some of the dopest instrumentals One time for your mental Two times for your mental Just tell us what you were into By putting your vote in for your favorite classics Hey, it won't take long Go to deadinhiphop.com It'll be up every month For you to choose and for us to review We taking it back, y'all Take it back Hey, what's up, y'all? This is Rock with Dead in Hip Hop, and we are here to do the monthly classic album reviews. Today, we're going to do uh, Biggie, Ready to Die, which is one of my favorites. So, um, we got B Dub here. <laughs> what up, Dub? Uh, what up, Dub? That's right. To my left. Pretty Kitty, really. Pretty as a motherfucker. <laughs> DB over here. DB Dangling Ball, what up, Shun? <laughs> right, right? あ、ビリ。AKA来ばい。いや、そう、レディトダイ。ビリ。うん、いや、ですです。ですアルバム、うん、レディトダイ。マン、そう、そう、そう、そう、そう、そう、そう、そう、そう、そう、そう、そう、
um, Give Me the Loot, one of my favorite tracks on there. And, um, yeah, and the what? Man, a lot of people, you know, I know I always have debates on this about, you know, if it was an MC that people thought that that out that outshine Biggie, I really thought Met the Man did his thing on the what on that track. Even though they both was going crazy, they both was going, they was going at it, and I, I feel that's still my favorite Biggie duet track. I like it better than Booker's Finest. I know people, J fans, whatever. I, that joint was dope, but I, I I put the what over Brooklyn's Finest any day. The way that them dudes was going at it, man, I, I love it. And Met the Man was just that's what Met the Man was just at at his raw and his best at that time. And bring the pain, Met the Man, like he he came on there and just did his my thing. Mind. I remember I called my boy out like, yo, I like so how your Met the Man to Cal sound? Like, yeah, it sound good. It sound you know it, it's good. I'm like nigga, y'all y'all wait till y'all come over here because you know you, that's when you used to go over your boy's yeah, crib, yeah, your yeah, friends' yeah. crib, and listen to whatever albums or tapes that they got. So I'm like, man, wait till y'all come over and check out this Ray Dot, y'all niggas. Gonna be blown away. Da, 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 da. So then I call my other boy, I'm like, yo, so how you like that spice one? He's like, yeah, man, you know, I like, is it better than 187 he wrote? And all that little shit. You're like, man, you gotta hear this ready to die, man. I'm telling y'all gonna be fucked up. Y'all about to be <laughs> fucked up right now. So then I remember they came by, listened to it, and they was just like, man, make me copy that shit. <laughs> <laughs> they, were like, they were like, they were like, no, they was like, yep. yeah, they were like, yo, because they, we, even though I had just transferred the CDs, you still had blanks. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, you didn't really, you didn't have blank CDs back then. So they were like, yo, I'm about to go, you know, at the corner store, you can buy your little three pack of blank CDs yep. or whatever. So they, they, that's it. I, I sat them down. We listened to it. I, you know, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm sitting back like. Looking at the reaction, like, yeah, nigga, see, told you, told you, and shit. So after they got done, they went went to the, to the corner store, brought them a little three-pack cassette tape, and we, we would listen to it again while they was recording. We were like, you gotta listen to this shit. You know, that's, you had to listen to it yeah. while you was recording it. So we would listen to it, recording it, and, and man, it was just, it was crazy, man. Crazy experience. Love it. Love that album. You know, I, I think for me, man, I was, uh, I was 18 when that shit came out. It was 94. <laughs> wait, 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 hold on, 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 hold on. Mike, Mike, how old were you? How old were you, Mike? I was like 13. You lied. <laughs> Your ass was 16. Your ass was like 22 in that year. Your ass was 16. You already had a job and shit. And I was 18 in high school. In high school when that shit came out. And, um, and my brother, my brother's actually your age, my brother was 16. My brother actually bought the album. Um, like you, I had the Method Man to Call, I had the Spice One, Outcast shit was out. Um, uh, so for me, when I played the album, I wasn't that high on the album on my first listen. Um, like, I was, like it was cool, but it didn't really grab me. But it's like back then when you had an album, like you would play that shit over and over again because See, these were expensive. You paying yeah, yeah. twenty bucks, you're gonna get your spins out of that spin, shit. Yeah, yeah. So, um, so yeah, I would just the game wasn't oversaturated. Yeah, man, and it wasn't oversaturated, so you can play like these different albums. So I would just rotate albums out, and like I said, you just named some dope albums. You know, I threw in the Outkast and Oz and all kind of other shit come out. Everybody look up and see what albums came out. So you had a lot of dope shit to play, but you just play it over and over again. The first one that got me was a uh, Give Me No Loop. I was like, oh man, that shit right here. That, that baseline, was the first one. How that baseline come Man. in? Oh god! And just the whole story he told and everything with that. And remember, I don't mean to cut you off, but remember how like I remember a lot of people thought it wasn't Biggie that was doing I, that. I was, I was yeah. there. Remember that, that shit was like, fucked me like, up. Because you kept looking at the credits, like I didn't find anybody on here. It's like where's the additional vocals? Like who else is on here? It's like Dog. damn, that was Biggie doing that shit. Changes that story. That that shit was crazy. You know what's I'm funny sorry, because dude. that was that was another reason why I kept listening to it because mm -hmm. I'm like, man, that gotta be that nigga. But yeah. I'm like, but then it was warning, and I like the part at the end, like, oh shit, 
got that red dot on your tattoo. Yeah, yeah, I was like, oh, that okay. was cool. And just, man, he was just so sick with that motherfucker with the Rockwallers and, and it was like, man. He really gives you a picture. Right, he could paint these pictures yeah. when, when Everyday he's struggle. Every day, that's, that's the picture, that's the picture. That was the picture he painted yeah. so well on Everyday um, Struggle. So then that one, of course, I was a big Method fan, so the what was my shit. Mm. The what was my shit. Mm. And then uh, Suicidal Thoughts. And like you, Su Suicidal Thoughts was really the song that just did it for me. Because yep. he was like, when I die, fuck it, I want to go to hell. God, I'm a piece of shit, shit. and ain't hard to fucking tell. It don't yeah. make sense going to heaven with, with the, the goody goody. goody. <laughs> I like black Tims and black hoodies. God will probably have me on some real. Oh, I got it. I was like, <laughs> no sleeping all day. My brother, my brother was, my brother was like, nah, man. Biggie was the shit. Yeah. Biggie was the shit. But I, you know, like I said, I played it, but I was playing everything else. And when I heard that shit and everything else, it seemed like every time I played it, it was a different song each time that I was like, oh man, this was the shit. Me and my bitch was the shit. And uh, like you said, everyday struggle, unbelievable, and shit. And just everything, man. I was like, man, this shit is crazy. Yeah, man. So yeah, I, I'll I'll never forget that, man. Um, and that, and that's the thing. Like back then, like you probably wouldn't necessarily like everything at like your first listen, but you played it over and over and over again, and you were afforded the time to do that because it wasn't a lot of shit coming out. Right. But right, the shit right, that right, did right. come out was quality. So yeah, you. Yeah. Man, everybody was a rapper back then. Right, exactly. exactly. It wasn't oversaturated. The fact that I played it so much and, you know, it just grew on me to such an appreciation. Like, this motherfucker is the truth. Like, his ability, his skill, everything was there. You could hear it. But just like growing into that album and loving it and putting the album on even to this day. Yeah, it's still. Just still rapping bad. every lyric and knowing everything and just the emotions that you had just, just from that time, man. Like, like I said, man, I was, I was 18, man. and. Shit, I was a teenager running the fucking streets. Wasn't a bad kid, but I hung around the wrong crowd. So, and peer pressure was a motherfucker, man. And you just listen to that shit, man. And you just, you just in the street. Like I said before in one of the other videos, we had a lot of liberty, me and my brother, man. So we would just be out, you know, just out, just everywhere. Come on, late, two, three in the morning, coming in, and your mom just cussing you out and shit like that, or locking the door. You can't even fucking get in. Cause she don't lock the screen door and shit like that, man. So, <laughs> yeah, door. yeah, dog. Like you couldn't get, cause you had a key to the house and she locked you out. So you trying to go through the window and shit, man. So yeah, I remember all those times, man. That album takes you back to that. Yeah, it takes me back to that shit and the dumb shit that I was doing, man. I fucking bad hoes, nigga. <laughs> don't call me pretty Kenny for nothing. <laughs> Hey, Sean. No, I remember the first time I ever heard Biggie. The funny thing is, it was actually Give Me the Loot. That was the first song I ever heard by Biggie. And I remember the reason somebody played it for me is because I was obsessed with hieroglyphics. And I was obsessed with Del the Funky Homo Sapien. And he has a song called uh, Worldwide. Where on that song, he, he rhymes. It's him, but he rhymes through a, a voice processor. And he says he's a different MC called Unicron. So when you first listen to it, you're like, damn, that Unicron dude is kind of dope too. And then you go back later on, you're like, wow, that was Dell. And I remember I was telling a friend of mine about this, because back then I was worse than I am now. Anything that was even remotely close to the radio, I was like, get that shit the fuck out of here. I'm not even gonna listen to it. So my friend was like, nah, man, you gotta hear 
Biggie. And I'm like, what the fuck kind of name is Biggie? Get the fuck out of here, man. I don't want to hear no Biggie. So he played Give Me the Loot, and which had the same idea with Biggie rhyming, but like, he was rhyming like through a processor or something that made it sound like it was a younger version of him. And I was listening, I was like, wait a minute. This guy's actually fucking dope. And wait, like, I, I still remember that song. I, the, the, the second I heard it, I was like, this is crazy. We had that line, he's like, when I rock her and drop her, I'm taking her to the And if she resists, block, block, block. Oh, shit! This is crazy. I love this shit. Then he followed up like, so go get your man, bitch. He can get robbed. Yeah. I, like, I know that. I know that. I know this whole album from the back. So, yeah. So, when I found out this was actually like a commercial rapper, and then I heard Juicy, I was like, wow. This dude is actually like transcending. The, the underground spitterific type shit, but then he's also making stuff that's commercial and accessible for everybody. And then the way he has such a, a way with words and the way he rides a beat. And then on warning, when you had that, the first glimpse of his storytelling, mm -hmm. and it's like, Wow, and it, it, again, it was just the way he spun shit, you know? It's gonna be a whole lot of slow singing, singing and flower ringing, if my burger looks I'm like, oh, this does sound like some shit that I would expect to hear from a radio rapper. So, man, it was just like every, everything on there, man, just blew me away. Yeah, Suicidal Thoughts, I wasn't used to hearing rappers rhyme like that. Talking about fucking, I'm gonna go to hell, a piece of shit. I'm like, wow, so man, this dude is crazy. Yeah, so yeah. raw. So real. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and just honest and just, 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 yeah, just real. So, yeah, man. Um, the only, only negative I can actually say about this album is it broke one of my number one rules, and that is I'm not trying to hear somebody fucking on an album. <laughs> that is the most awkward shit, and I still wait. Which one? Which which skit? The one he had the no, there's only the one skit where he's fucking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, 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 no. The one where he's fucking. Oh, yeah. so it's like the both the of them. Just, yeah. Hoo, hoo, yeah. Hoo, and hoo, she's clowning yeah. him like yeah. she's yeah. like yeah. you yeah. fat motherfucker. Yeah, right before what? Right before what? Okay, I still to this day cannot understand why any rapper, because rappers still do this shit. Why would you put a skit of yourself fucking? What other man wants to hear you fucking? Yeah. It makes no sense. And I still to this day remember when it got to that track, it was awkward as fuck because I was driving with my boy in the car. Wow. Who was playing oh. it for me. Oh my God. So we're driving, I'm like, man, this Biggie shit is crazy. <laughs> yeah, you, you right, man, you right, man. Yeah, Dell is fresh, but shit, he ain't Biggie, man. This shit is, fuck me, fat when I had my boys come over, I was like, yeah, you, I didn't uh, skip it because I didn't know what, what the fuck was going on. Oh, that's what you didn't know what was going on. Like, yeah, see, I knew. I, I told him to come over and check it out. But when I knew it was getting ready to track, I said, yeah, I'm like, y'all don't want to hear that. No. I'm like, y'all hear that on y'all own time. I ain't about to be in a room with y'all niggas here listening to that. Can't listen to somebody fucking. Yeah. But other than that, man, that album is one of those undeniable classics that I could never understand somebody saying, I don't like Ready to Die. Yeah. It just, it makes no sense. And you it's can't like hip hop. It, yeah, like almost, it, it feels like, like that. that. Yeah, 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 it's, it's like, oh, that. you must not just not like rap if yeah. you don't like Ready to Die. And it's like, I listen to this way more than, than, than Life After Death. Just, thank you. Mm -hmm. I, I love Life After Death, trust me, I do. I do. But I do this too. album, there's just something about it, man. There's just something about it. Biggie just, he had a way with, with making 
an amazing album. So, you know, I guess everybody kind of has dated themselves and you kind of can get the gist of how old everybody else is in, in that hip hop. <laughs> but when this album first came out, like, you know, if, if y'all watch, y'all can tell that certain aspects of hip hop, I was brought to late. And in 94, I was in fourth grade. So like, I, like I wasn't into hip hop like that. But um, the first thing that got me into Biggie and Diddy and you know, all the bad boy was more money, more problems. That's when I was like, holy fuck, who the hell is this nigga Biggie? Like that's when I first moved to Florida and my, my next door neighbor, you know, shout out to my boy Evans. You know what I'm saying? Like that was like my best friend during that time. And he's really, he, he introduced me to a lot of hip hop. He's kind of like the gatekeeper to open that door for me. And um, once I heard More Money, More Problems, I went to the store and I actually bought the single. You know what I'm saying? I remember it was a green CD and everything. And then it's interesting like for me with Biggie because I went backwards. Like I got More Money, More Problems first. And then I listened to No Way Out. Then I'm like, yo, this dude Biggie is just crazy. And you know, he, he wasn't on every song. He was only featured on a couple of them. And then I went back to, I think Life After Death was out at that time. So, so I, I listened to, Ready to Die was the last Biggie project I listened to. And, yeah, exactly, so I went backwards. And that shit was amazing. Like, every time, every time I dug into Biggie more, it was like, yo, this is the best. This, this is the best, you know what I'm saying? And obviously at the time, I didn't have a lot to compare it to, but as I've gotten older, I still think he's the best. And the reason why, you know, I'm not a rapper myself. I don't, you know, understand song structure and this, that, and the third. But the thing that always captivated me about Biggie was the fact that his pauses, his ad-libs, oh, you know, all of that just sounded so right. It never sounded off. He sounded flawless every time. Every single song of Biggie I heard always sounded flawless. And I think that Ready to Die, I'm, all, I'm like I'm glad I went the backwards way because I feel like I got the best last. You know what I'm saying? So it just got better for me every single time. And this album, like all like all of you guys said, I can't really add anything else. You know what I'm saying? It, it was just perfect. But my favorite song on it was Give Me the Loop. You know what I'm saying? Give me the loop. Give me the loop. Like that. that yeah. And, and you know, like me being so so young, I, I think like when I started getting into this, I think uh, I was maybe like I was in seventh grade. I, th I think hip hop, what it did for me, man, it, it just it made me understand why my environment was how it was. That's what hip hop did for me, and that's exactly what Biggie did for me. Because like I saw people, boom, boom, give me your shit and just take off running. Why are you doing that? Like. You know, like, I'm a kid. I'm <laughs> naive. I'm just saying, you know, I was a kid and my, and my parents did a good job of keeping me away from it. Like, I was close enough to see it, but I was never involved in it. So I never understood why. But that's what Biggie did for me, man. He really made me understand the, the, the streets from a different perspective of almost being in it. And I was never in it. I was introduced by a boyfriend, actually. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> mm. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> like, ever since then, I mean, like you can't deny it. his his flow, his his delivery, like his content, his storytelling, like everything is is flawless, really. To me. <laughs> All right. Thank y'all. So next time, make sure you put your vote in for next month, March, for the classic album review. Dead in Hip Hop. Five thousand. <laughs>